True to You Radio. Imagination. Inspiration. Integrity. Insightful. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn and explore what it means to live with the messages of your heart and align the mind messages that may be stopping you or making you play small. Today, I have a very special guest, Linda Simmons. And Linda has quite the story to tell. From a state of being broke and on the edge of despair, Linda found ways to change her thinking and move away from brokenness into life's magic. She now lives her life filled with purpose by sharing her message that anyone can live the life of their dreams by making a decision on how they think about their life. Linda, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so delighted to be here. I just This is such an exciting day for me. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. That makes me happy. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So in that bio that I just read, that's kind of just skimming on the surface. Can you give our listeners just a little bit more detail about how you went from broke and being on the edge of despair to living a life of magic? Yeah, I'd love to. I was... This was about 10 years ago that I was, the story started, and I had moved home from a very good job in the city to take care of my ailing parents, and eventually, after 10 years of being their caregiver, I had lost both my parents, and then I was in, definitely in a very severe state of grieving, and I was broke because I had had to be a caregiver my savings were gone and I was very much lost in the world is is the best way I can say it I don't know if you can be an orphan in your 50s but I certainly felt like an orphan Mm. (laughs) and that was a very very low point in my life and from that point I was cleaning out I was actually cleaning out my house because I I was contemplating suicide Mm. and I I was contemplating getting rid of everything that I could in my house without giving away what I was planning so that my husband wouldn't really know what I was up to. But I found a CD that I don't remember buying at all. I I don't know where it came from other than I've been following a gentleman by the name of of Mike Dooley. He's the best-selling author. 
and he's um, had created a program, a, an audio program called Leveraging the Universe and Engaging Life's Magic. And apparently there was still a spark of hope left in me somewhere because I, I thought I'll take the CD. It's a series of CDs and I will put it in my car and I will listen to it on my way back and forth to work during my commute every day. And maybe I'll feel better. So I did that and I let that series of CDs play for six months. I never, I never turned the radio on. I didn't change the station. I didn't do any. I just let that play for six solid months. And it took that long for me to really begin to get life's magic again. Sometimes I was, you know, actively listening to that CD. And sometimes it was just I was lost in my own thoughts and not really paying attention. But it did make such an impact in my life that I, I started to think that maybe life wasn't so bad after all. And I really started to change the way I thought about my situation. And instead of dwelling in the negativity of it, I started to think about the positivity of where I was in my life. Yes, I was still broke. And yes, I was still feeling alone in the world for a good part of the time. But I was able to start to think that there was a way out and I started to really change the way I thought. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. at, at about six months point, I realized that Mike Dooley offered a, a training program for his program, infinite possibilities, the art of changing your life. And so I decided that was what I needed to do in my life. That's where I wanted to go. So I signed up and I took his training and became a trainer with infinite possibilities. And now that that really is my passion. That's what gets me up in the morning, sharing that information with people, even if it's just people I pass, you know, in, in casual conversation, or if it's doing things on the internet or through my website, but that really has become my passion in life is teaching people how they can go from where I was to a life of really very magical life. Hmm, Linda, that is such a great story. And you've lived the thoughts become things. I mean, that's Mike's favorite phrase, thoughts become things. And you've actually lived it, right? Absolutely. And I know how your thoughts can take you to into, into some very dark places, but also have the ability to bring you into some wonderful places. And what people don't get, and I'm on fire with this information too, and that's why I'm so happy that you're on the show people have to understand that their thoughts impact their reality. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Our thoughts are everything. Our thoughts are the energy that, that moves us from one footstep and one breath to the next. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you're thinking negative or, or frustrating or anger, whatever that limiting, fearful-based thought is, you're going to get more of the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe on the bedpost and then you think that your whole day is ruined because of that, the next thing you're going to do is spill your coffee and the cat's going to scratch you and you know, it's just going to snowball from there. <laughs> but if you could take that same situation and, and, you know, you stub your toe on the bedpost and yes, it hurts. And yes, you wish you didn't, but you say, instead of, well, my day's ruined, you say, well, okay, let's make this better from here. And so you can, you can change your thought pattern and say, I'm not going to let this get to me. I'm not going to let stubbing my toe on the bedpost ruin my whole day. 
Mm -hmm. So do you have phrases that you use that kind of get you back into the more positive mindset? For example, you just said, let's make it, let's make this better. Do you have other phrases that might help the audience? One I really like, and this is one that Mike Dooley uses as well, and, and Andy Dooley, his brother, it's the stop, cancel, clear, get the fear out of here, or the whatever, you can, you can use whatever word for fear, if it's anger, or if it's grief, or whatever, you can use that, and, and I use that often I'm like and sometimes I just do the stop cancel clear because I may be getting into that mode of this is going wrong and that is going wrong and nothing's working out the way I want it to or the internet is frozen and I have you know something I'm trying to do and it's taking too long and I start to get frustrated then I can just say stop cancel clear and I can take a few deep breaths and and come back at it from a more uh a positive energy mm -hmm. I can let that frustration go or or whatever it is right and I find that taking deep breaths that has been so valuable for me I mean I've also used uh, these different guidance techniques but for me if I'm upset if I just step back and take a couple of deep breaths I'm not caught in that emotion I can observe the emotion and still feel it but I'm not caught inside of it. Have you discovered that as well? Oh, for sure. You remember the wisdom of our parents even, and when we were kids, they would say if someone, something made us angry, they would count to 10. Mm -hmm. And that's such great advice. We just need to count to 10, but I think we need to add a little bit more to that and just say count to 10 breaths or really be conscious of your breathing and your energy for those 10 counts. And that can really, re it's like a reset button. You can reset where you are in the day and what you're feeling and all that kind of jazz if you just take those 10 seconds to focus on your breath and say you know i'm not letting this stop me i'm not letting this get to me i'm gonna cancel and clear mm -hmm. i love that i love that so now that you're an ip trainer an infinite possibilities trainer and you've obviously lived these principles what 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 guidance, what advice would you give people, um, you know, that haven't started it or haven't even, they're not even familiar with it, never heard of Mike Dooley? I like to start from the perspective that our emotions are our first guide to where we are. Our emotions tell us, like a barometer tells us what the weather's going to be, our emotions, emotions tell us what our future's going to be because our emotions are the guide to what we're thinking and what we're believing. So if we're having emotions that aren't making us happy, if we're angry or we're frustrated or we're feeling depressed or sad, then that is a gauge that's telling us there's something not working for us. So if we start there and we start to become aware that our emotions really aren't so much real as they are um, symbols for us to understand that we have something that we're thinking that is not serving us so if we're having an emotion that's making it that is an unhappy emotion or making us feel unhappy then that's our cue to say wait stop what am I thinking that is causing this because we're never we never feel emotion from things that happen outside of us our emotions are always things that we are they're always created inside our own mind you know, we always say that someone's made us mad 
or someone has caused us to feel this way. But in reality, that's never true. We choose what we're going to feel at any given moment. And that may be a difficult concept for some people because they've never really thought about it or they've never been exposed to this kind of thinking. But our emotions are really where we need to start. We need to start being very aware of them. And then once we have our emotions figured out that, okay, I'm, I'm experience, experiencing this emotion, what is it that I'm believing? What is it that I'm thinking? Then you can start asking those questions. So that's where I like to start with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hope that um, made some sense. No, it absolutely <laughs> does. And I always like to say um, when I'm giving a talk or a workshop that there's a, a brief instant in time between the thought and the emotion. And so the emotion is the much more visible part. And if you are feeling upset or angry or whatever, you know that there's a thought that caused it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so to change that, say this is a situation that comes up regularly and it may be a pattern in your life, you change the reaction or the emotion to it by changing your thoughts and thinking behind those emotions. Yes. So that brings up the next question. How do you go about changing your thoughts to have more positive impact or have a more empowering or embracing or expanding view? How do you change your thoughts? You have to determine, I think, that what your new thoughts are going to be. You, you can't change your thought without having considered what thoughts you would like to have that would serve you better. So for instance, let me give you one of my, my little bit to expand on my story a little bit when I was broke. It didn't matter if it was payday and I had money in my bank account and I was going grocery shopping, I would still have that feeling in the pit of my stomach that what if there's not enough money in my bank account when I knew there was because I had just gotten paid and I knew there was money there but I would still have that emotion that feeling that that sick feeling in the pit of my stomach because I didn't know that there was going to be money there and that is where you need to start changing your thoughts because I let that run away with me I let those thoughts run away with me and I never challenged them and then when I started to challenge them, my new thought was, I'm always provided for. There's always what I need in my account. I still may have to watch my account and know what's in there. But if I change my thinking so that I'm not in a panic mode every time I spend money, even when I have it, then that's, that's going to be much more productive for me that's going to take away so much fear and anxiety and panic from my life. And it's going to raise my emotional frequency, my vibration so that I can attract better things. So I'm taking away the worry. Mm -hmm. You have to change the thought by knowing what thought you're going to, to change it to. And this is where a lot of affirmations can be helpful. And I'm not saying, you, you know, you're going to sit there and do affirmations while you're at the grocery store. But when you feel that thought come up, that one that says, oh my, what if I don't have enough money in my bank account? Then I, can, then I could say to myself, it's okay. I'm always provided for. And that can take me out of that panic mode. But if I haven't thought about it first to come up with a new thought that I choose, 
then I'm never going to switch that feeling. Mm -hmm. That's very well said. Thank you for explaining that. So people listening to this conversation, would you recommend that they start noticing their negative thoughts, keeping track of them, and then possibly, you know, flipping them or turning them around so they're more empowering? Yes, absolutely. I think the, the the best thing we can do is when we have a negative thought and we recognize that we're having a negative thought or we're having um, a negative reaction to something, to consciously take the time and make an effort to come up with a more um, positive way of looking at that situation or, or a, a more serving thought, something that serves us better. Because if you don't take that time to make the conscious effort to come up with something new, you're stuck in the old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And have you found in your work that um, money causes a lot of fearful thoughts? Absolutely. Money is probably one of the major problems that people have in their life today. And this may not even be people that we think of, you know, that are homeless on the streets. This may be very wealthy people, but they still have a relationship with money that may not be healthy. And I think that's, that's through every economic band in our, in our culture. Mm -hmm. So to have a more healthy relationship with money, what, what exercises, what activities would you recommend just briefly in this time we have? One of the exercises that I think is, is very helpful with money is to start using cash. Because if you've got cash in your hand, it's, it's, so tangible and you can actually look at that money and say you know what i really appreciate you and you can appreciate that you have this money and understand that when you're passing that money to someone for a service or a good or whatever you, you may be passing it on to a homeless person whatever you're you're exchanging it as energy and we start to think of money not as something that we should be hoarding but as just an energetic exchange and when we can get to that point, then we can have a better relationship with money. And I think that comes from having it in your physical hand. Because when it's just transactions through banks, we don't actually see it. So we don't have that same relationship with it. Yeah, I love that. Because ha having a physical $20 bill in my hand versus spending 20 on my debit card they do feel differently. And I think I stop to think about whether I want to hand that $20 bill over more than just giving over my debit card. So that's really a, that's, that's a great tip. Thank you. You're welcome. I think that's, that's one of the things that really helped me is to understand that relationship between that physical $20 bill, let's say, and what I'm doing with it. Well, in so many people, I've been guilty of this for years, pile so much emotional baggage on top of money that that's where they get really kind of balled up in the whole emotional thing. And like you say, if you could just step back and see it as an energy exchange and you're, you know, there's no emotion tied to it unless you want it to be, but people punish themselves <laughs> for money, over money, and it just causes all kinds of angst. Um, so thank you for that tip. Yeah. So moving on, um, I, I understand that you have a program now for people who are interested in infinite possibilities. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'd love to. It's called infinite possibilities challenge and I run it for a five day 
period. So I start on a Monday and I go till Friday. And what it, the way it works is I create a little video and I do a lesson. It's very short, maybe 10 to 15 minute video with the daily lesson. And I give all the participants a challenge, a challenge exercise to do that day that will help them to get through the learning and to kind of bring it home a little bit and then we move on the next day to whatever the next teaching is and we do that for five straight days and it's been really well received and it's based on the infinite possibilities training that uh, through Mike Dooley it's just it's been fantastic experience for me too because I really learn so much from what their feedback is I get such great feedback from people so I'm running that generally doing it the first week of each month running the five-day challenge and it's through email but it's also there's also a, a Facebook page set up so if someone wants to do it in a very private way they can just get the emails and do the exercises in the privacy of their own home without sharing it with anyone or if someone wants to do, be a little bit more interactive they can come to the Facebook group which is private so it's only the people who are involved in the challenge that are there and share their aha moments or what their thoughts are or ask questions or that kind of thing okay so if i were to want to join the the challenge the first week in september or october whatever month it is what's the name of the facebook group it's called infinite possibilities challenge okay i could have guessed that <laughs> very simple right <laughs> i could have guessed that thank you <laughs> And then is there a place on the Facebook group to join your email or should they go to your website? They should actually go to my website, which is lindasimmons.com. And can you spell your last, well, go ahead and spell your full name. Uh, my first name is Linda with an I, L-I-N-D-A, and Simmons with a Y, S-Y-M-O-N-D-S. -S. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And these challenges, are they different every month? I do a different recording each month, but it's always based on the teachings of infinite possibilities. So there may be a little bit different each time I do them, but the general teaching is the same. Right. Right. So could you give just a quick example of one of the lessons or one of the teachings? Not, not the whole seven minutes, but just... <laughs> for example, sure. I'm sure you have something on emotions, what we've already talked about. Actually, I don't do a whole lot on emotions because it's such a short period. So I, after the challenge, I do keep the Facebook group going and I do post weekly updates or weekly bonus uh, teachings and challenges. So that's where I would get into the emotions. But the first mm. few days we would talk about um, thoughts and beliefs and I would just get people thinking about how their thoughts impact their life so one exercise we may do is um i'm kind of on the spot here i'm sorry <laughs> um i had i have people draw a possibility is one thing that i have them do and and what i mean by that is just to make a drawing or a, a painting or a carving or whatever format they want to use but draw something that they want in their life and they don't it could be stick people it doesn't have to be artistic it's just it's the matter of putting your brain into that engagement with what you want and that's really a very important part of what i talk about is focusing on what you want not on what you don't want so 
I call it drawing a possibility. So that would be one exercise that I would have people do. So if, for instance, they want a, a new love interest in their life, they're looking for a romantic partner, maybe they draw themselves with a romantic partner on a beautiful beach or on a cruise or, you know, they would draw the boat or whatever, whatever works for them. Mm, I love that. So it's almost like they're creating their own vision board. Yes. Except yeah. that with a vision board, you're just generally what the way vision boards are done is people just go and look for pictures and they put them on a vision board and they're done. But this actually engages you much more in actually creating what that's going to look like. It's interactive. Very, yeah. With yourself. <laughs> yes. And, and while you're working on it, you have to have your mind engaged in what you want. Right. And you engage the imagination, right? Which Einstein, I think, said is, is much more powerful and, and uh, important than the intellect. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So good. Well, how long have you been running this challenge? I've been doing it since August of just this year. So it's, it hasn't been very long, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Good, 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 good. Well, I invite everyone listening to please uh, look for Linda on Facebook at Infinite Possibilities Challenge. It's you search as a group or go to her website, lindasimmons.com and join her email list. I know I'm on Linda's email list and the information and advice, it's all very pertinent. And I find that when I follow that uh, on a regular basis, it always adds something to my day. So thank you, Linda, for giving us uh, that great content. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure to do it. I love doing this. This is, as I said, this is my passion. So well, and I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it in your voice, which I always love to. That's why I love my job doing this show, because I get to talk to the most interesting people who are the most passionate people about what they're doing. So thank you for sharing that with us as well. Um, we are at the end of our time. Is there some uh, quote or a piece of advice or just something you'd like to leave our listeners with? You know, my favorite quote that I, I tell myself, I use this one on myself all the time. It's a Henry Ford quote, and it's whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way you're right. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's really speaks to me. And so always believe you can. Yes, and your life will be magical if you believe you can. Yes, that's how you engage the magic is believing that you can. All right. Well, thank you, Linda. You've been such a great guest. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, and you've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we follow the mantra, let love lead. If you allow love to lead your actions and direct your thoughts, you're never going to go wrong. Thank you again, and I hope you're well. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, heart Dancing, it's the only way to live.